Disclaimer, we do not agree with or support JK Rowling's bigotry and prejudice in any way, shape, or form, and we also do not tolerate Draco Sands or Death Eater sympathizers. However, they are warmly welcome to tune into our podcast. We'd also like to forewarn everyone that we will be mentioning later books and events in every episode, so here's your official spoiler warning. Enjoy the show! And I'm here with Colin Bones. Welcome to Ron and Hermione Writers the Romance. We have had a stressful morning, oh but today my God. we will be discussing and analyzing chapters 8 and 9 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Wow. Well, have we had a morning, yeah. <laughs> Colin? So, um, oh, I'm sure as every sane person knows, our last episode we recorded in person. You know, which most... Yeah, uh, well, two, technically two episodes back. Episode 26, oh. we recorded in person. Oh, right. That this one. is episode 28. See, um, I'm already yes. forgetting. And so we just had a whole <laughs> panic thing where she couldn't find her episode 26, even though we... Because we, we forgot we recorded together. it in person, so it was only on me. And I could only... I. And because I had forgotten when we recorded last episode, episode 27, I had named that episode, episode 26, and I was panicking, thinking that I had accidentally clicked replace and lost an entire episode, and it was incredibly stressful because I'm going out of town in less than a week, and, and I was like, oh no, we're going to have to re-record it. And, and that would have been worse, too, because then we would have, if we hadn't figured this out, we would have recorded this right now for no reason. So yeah, and then we would have been really upset when we found out. I that would have honestly, I'm glad that that didn't happen, but it would have been kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that God, how long were we sitting there trying to figure that out? It took us a while. So long. <laughs> took us a while. So, <laughs> but we're here now, and it's fine. It's fine. We're gonna have fun today. So Chapters much fun. Eight and nine, and I did not transfer them to my Google Doc. And I know I'm telling myself that I'm gonna do it tonight, but I'm not. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. The Quidditch World Cup! Woo. Um, I would just like to say, that's a huge stadium they had. If it's I know. People. I was actually, <laughs> I don't know anything about sports, as I'm sure everybody knows at this point. I was going to yeah. be cynical and be like, that's probably not a huge stadium. And then I looked it up, and it was actually one of the bigger stadiums in the world. So... Yeah, that's massive. That's huge. That's a lot of people. That's like the whole population of my hometown. That's, uh, th from what is described, that sounds like the whole population of the wizarding world there. Literally every <laughs> that's person. That's literally, let me look it up right now and not say the name of my hometown so you don't have to go and beep it out later. Population I'm pretty sure of... we already, people oh, can no. figure out where you live. Probably, but because not more Because you said I... about that book, how it was in your hometown, oh. so. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm from Indianapolis, and apparently I'm insane because I thought that it was way smaller than it actually is. So no, the entire population of Indianapolis could not fit in that stadium, but it's fine. <laughs> I just don't, I don't do numbers either, guys. Oh, <laughs> you're clearly J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe you don't want to be compared to J.K. Rowling, actually. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm crazy or what, but I thought Hogsmeade was just like a small town. 
is it supposed to be like a city? Because apparently Gladig's Wizardware only sells to London, Paris, and Hogsmeade. And Hogsmeade's does not feel like it fits in that list. Well, you know, country, country, city, no. Um, it it feels like a small town to me. Did you just Maybe say country, just country, like, city? Yeah, because... Am I insane? You said London I, and Paris as I'm countries? sorry. I had a rough morning, okay? I know that that's not right. You know what? Never mind. No, I'm sorry. City? You know what? I'm just not even... I'm not going to do it right now. I... <laughs> it is too much. This morning has just been too much. What I meant is that Hogsmeade, yeah, it feels definitely like like a small town because they kind of make it seem that way. Yeah. Because it's literally like one street. <laughs> and, and that's it. it. Literally. <laughs> um, it's kind of weird looking at the scene with the oversight of knowing Barty Crouch Jr. is just kind of sitting there. I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, that's really strange right? that he's just there. I bet and that's he's just he thinking, like, I could just kill Harry right now and nobody would know. Like. <laughs> that would be really funny. I Like, not actually funny, but that would just kind of be, like, a really weird twist to happen in the story. He just randomly drops dead and everyone's like, what? What happened? <laughs> um, I also think it's crazy that Harry didn't notice that his wand was missing until hours later. I know. Because it got stolen right here. How do, how do you not notice that? Like, it's like the main thing important to you. Um, Literally. I think it, this is weird. I think it's so funny. Hermione's just like sitting there reading through the program. And I know, I know programs are also for sports, but I'm now totally imagining Hermione as a theater kid now. And (laughs) not like she's like actually doing theater because I think she wouldn't do that but I feel like she just seems like the person to be like a pretentious theater snob you know like she kind of has Rachel Berry vibes sometimes um so I I that's just what came to me all of a sudden was that I could totally see her that's really funny. Yeah, I thought that you were gonna say that like something about how reading the program is weird, but it was just that it seems like a theater thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought well, that was. I'm funny always too. reading the program whenever I see something. I love. Reading I think programs. it's interesting. Me too. Um. I think it's really. I just think it's so horrible that like Winky's like absolutely terrified, and she's up there because she hates heights, and she's literally in the top box. Like, oh, I can't um, believe they did that to her. I know it's so sad, but also when when Ron was like, she's kind of weird, and Harry was like, Dobby was weirder. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was like, Harry, like he was like, Dobby was weirder, like one hundred percent. Um, why is Cornelius Fudge representing Ireland? I don't know. I don't know where the boundary of, like, Minister of Magic ends. Like, is it well, just I don't, England? Is or this is it... trying to say that in the Wizarding World, Ireland has not separated from England? I don't know. I don't want to get into European land disputes today. <laughs> I literally just called Paris and London countries, so it's just not happening today. I just can't. It's 
like I'm getting to the point, you know, where like Hermione absolutely lost her mind in like the third book because she had so much crap going on. That's me right now because I can no longer tell the difference between cities and countries. (laughs) (laughs) You passed that world's exam. (laughs) Anyways, um, (laughs) the fact that Percy like bowed to the Minister of Magic and then (laughs) shattered his glasses, like. The shattering your glasses, like, that's a fun bonus, but the fact that he fully bowed to Cornelius Fudge, it's like, dude, pull yourself together. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh my it's god. so funny. I read that, and I was like, come on, Percy. He's going places, though. <laughs> um, and Fudge loved that, you know. I'm sure he did. He's like, who, me? Like... <laughs> <laughs> um... Very gross depiction of Vila. Something about saying that these women can't help but have men, like, catcall them and do weird things to for their attention, and it's not the men's fault, it's their fault, seems very gross. Yeah, the fact that it's just, like, their magic and, like, they just can't help it. It's kind of like... Although the image of Ron, like, frozen, looking like he's about to dive off of a diving board is hilarious, <laughs> but it is really How weird. How did actually. no one die there? Like, <laughs> Harry was about to jump off of the I top know, board. he had his foot around the thing. <laughs> Maybe it was like- And Mr. Weasley was just sitting there. He was just waiting for them to jump, like, oh my god. Maybe the Vila, like, timed their performance so they cut it off before anyone would actually get seriously well, injured. no, I feel somebody like... else had to cut them off, didn't they? I don't think they just stopped, right? Oh, well then, yeah, I was gonna say. Because, like, it seems to, like, not only does it, like, make you completely insane, it kind of slows you down. So it would, like, take a second for Harry to actually jump off of the top box. Um, and I'm right. sure someone would have stopped him, like a woman would have stopped him, like Hermione, before he actually flung himself off of it. So, I think he would have been okay. I love how J.K. Rowling made these interesting mascots for the Bulgarians, and then she was like, just give Ireland some leprechauns. <laughs> At least they were fun leprechauns. They were fun leprechauns. They, 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 they flipped people off. It was yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. No, but I get it, though, because that would be like, you know, for example, if Nicaragua was in the game, that would be like giving them like a giant sombrero, which would not only be inaccurate, it would just be just not cool. Not (laughs) cool, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and just so everyone knows, I found my namesake in the book. I know! I wrote it in all caps. Volkanov, one of the Bulgarian beaters. So apparently I I am Bulgarian now. I don't know if you thought that. I didn't, I didn't, I had no idea where it came from. I It makes so much sense now. But. Yeah, I was like, when I, because the, the first name, I used two separate name generators to find my name. Um, I didn't find my, like, first name until the second one, which was less of, because the first one, you put in your name and it spits out, like, any name from, like, that were mentioned at some point in the series that fit your initials, and Volkanov came out, and I didn't really like any of the other names that started with an A, because Colin and I decided to keep our initials. Um, but Volkanov mm-hmm. came out of the first one, so I knew that it had to have been mentioned in the book somewhere. And when I kind of thought about it, I was like, you know, it's not really a... I don't think it was a student at Hogwarts, and just because, I was like, it sounds like something, I guess, 
Bulgarian, you know, because yeah. when I thought about, because obviously, you know, there's Crumb, I remembered um, Volkov and things like that, and I was like, Volkanov sounds like it would fit in there. So I figured it was that or something like that, but I just never really went and investigated. And then the second name generator was more like Harry Potter-esque names, like names that were unique right. enough that sounded like they would fit into, and that's where I found Adelia. But I knew that Volkanov had to be somewhere in the books, I just wasn't sure where. Until, you know, I took my notes and I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I, not only did I change my last name, I completely changed countries of origin, so. <laughs> um, Colin Bones is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, you used the first name generator. Yeah. I was, I went and looked for the second one, another one, because the uh, only names that started with A that came out were like Andromeda and Araminta and I wasn't into it. Um, Andromeda. You know, I was almost Anastasia. I definitely considered it. Um, yeah. Andromeda. Leave me alone, okay? <laughs> Andromeda? How many okay. times do I have to say this? I am from the Sounds Midwest. like medicine. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Anyways. I'm, I'm going to prescribe you some Andromeda. <laughs> I hate you. For your indigestion. Anyways, um, I love the... <laughs> I love this sentence that's like Volkov and Volkanov, the Bulgarian beaters, because it just sounds so funny. I know. Because it's like the alliteration is just like Volkanov, Volkov, Volkanov, and then Bulgarian beaters. I underlined that in my book. Um, I put here, is she also trying to put in some more misogyny of women becoming monsters when they're angry? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the turning into ugly birds was kind of right. weird. <laughs> and Mr. Weasley's don't, this is why you don't go for looks, boys, thing. Yeah, I read that, and I was like, dude. Wonderful. It's like, you know, don't go off of just looks, because when they're mad, they might turn into actual birds. Right. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I hate when um, that happens. I feel really bad for an Ireland seeker. Um... <laughs> He's just getting roughed up. <laughs> He's just going through it this match. He, like, fully just crashed into the ground twice. Um, even though I very much disagree with, like, Vila's and how they're written in, um, the, the referee, like, flexing his muscles and smoothing his mustache is the funniest thing ever. It's like... <sighs> I think that's hilarious. And the fact that, that someone went over there and kicked him in the shins just to, like, wake him up again. And he was probably <laughs> flying too, right? Or was he, like, no, he next had, to them? No, he got off his broom oh. and in front of the Vila because they were dancing and then started, like, flexing his muscles. <laughs> I can't be the only one picturing them doing the Macarena, right? Like, it just, it just came to my head that, like... It's not just a general thing to imagine. How does the Macarena have anything to do with Bulgaria? Like I don't know, but I just that's always how I pictured like their sexy dancing looking like. <laughs> Where would Bulgarian Vila learn the Macarena? Also, are Vila specifically Bulgarian or is that like no. why why couldn't the Irish bring Vila? Or why it's literally French. <laughs> I know that, but I'm just saying she could be of Bulgarian descent, but I'm just saying cuz it's like why was that, like, a mascot specific to Bulgaria? But we know they're French because their family come to Bill and Fleur's wedding. I, okay, that's not to say that they couldn't be Bulgarian and just have been born in France. Like, just literally, it's... 
you could... Okay. I'm not going to get into this. I'm just <laughs> saying... I'm just wondering how Vila are specifically Bulgarian enough to be their mascot. I don't... Maybe they're wild Bulgarian Vila. I don't know where they live. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> wild Vila? I don't... Like, I don't really understand where they fit on the spectrum. Because I don't know if they're, like, what? genuine... Like, actual animals? Or if they're, like... People. I don't know. I just wonder. If you act like, like that's so strange, but they're literally no. bird people. Oh, bird people. I just, <laughs> I don't know, because like Vila could be Irish as well, so Ireland technically also could have brought Vila. So I was just confused as to what made them specifically Bulgarian enough to be Bulgaria's mascot. Maybe they were born in Bulgaria. Why does it have to be complicated? <laughs> oh my god. My point is that Vila could also be born in Ireland. So, I'm How do just, you know? You don't know the They can be born in France. Maybe they really hate Irish people. And so they just choose not to breed there. And yeah. but Bulgaria and France, it's all it's all good there. It's yeah. free reign for Vila over in that part of Europe. Exactly. Jesus. I'm glad we agree on that. <laughs> Whatever. Um <laughs> oh yeah, I actually wrote in my book where it said this is why you should go never go for looks alone and I wrote in I was like in case they turn into birds. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um the Quidditch game turned into such chaos. Like Crumb breaks his nose, he's bleeding everywhere. The Vila set the referee's broom on fire and <laughs> and then the Irish seeker crashes into the ground again. And it's just like, and then they don't eat, like, Bulgaria doesn't even win. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, This is almost more entertaining than the Quidditch game at Hogwarts when they were all just cheating and being horrible. (laughs) Um, I'd be pretty damn disappointed, though, if I went to a game that usually lasts for days and then it ended in one night. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's like, what are the odds? Um... Hermione definitely changed her mind about Crumb looking grumpy by the end. Because I know. Because she was like, he was like I, I just, great. I know. <laughs> she was like, I think Harry and Hermione just have a thing for Quidditch people. It's some weird kink. Why did you say that? Why, why would you say that? <laughs> um, I love the Bulgarian minister. I think he's yes, hilarious. I love I think him. he's hilarious. I literally want to do that so bad like I want to go somewhere and pretend like I don't speak English and then at the end of the day like say you know just kidding (laughs) I actually do speak English no Um, I'm low English (laughs) if you couldn't tell we both watched in the heights last night Um, yeah um I may understand Crumb's thinking if it was any other game but this could have gone on for weeks and he did it the first night because he just wanted a good name for himself. Like have some faith in your team to at least be in the lead at some point during the game. Yeah, I guess it was kind of because, like, Ireland was already so ahead and they clearly had a better team all around that he kind of... I know, of... but just be, like, a good person, you know? No, and just... I get it. Like, sure, like, why would you end the match like that? But at the same time, it was, like, it was either... Because it was going to end no matter what because I'm sure that the Irish Seeker would have caught the snitch if Crumb hadn't been there, right? And so it was right. either lose by a lot, like, a lot, or, you know catch a snitch and end it pretty evenly because they were only 10 points apart so it was kind of like salvage your pride or be really embarrassed 
Um, I'm just wondering, actually, how did Fred and George get, like, fooled by the leprechaun gold? Like, wouldn't it all be gold? And Ludo Bagman owed them sickles and nuts as well. I, or was maybe, leprechaun maybe gold? Maybe he just paid them in galleons. I mean, I guess, but that would be, like, also, paying Also, they bet a lot. Me. They bet a lot, so they might not have, like, looked through everything. They just, like, took the bag or something, you know? Hmm. I guess. I just it feel like It still makes something... no sense how they got guessed it perfectly. I mean, I, I do kind of agree that it was probably, like, a throwaway plot point, but at the same time, if you look at it logically, I'm sure it kind of makes sense, because Ireland had a better team I just, and we know I that. I would have understood that if they hadn't if the way they hadn't described it of them being like cheeky with it and them like No, I get that. I definitely no, I like I agree that the tone makes it suspicious, but the actual bet isn't. Right. Ireland had a better team. Bulgaria's seeker was just completely miles ahead of them, so it's pretty logical to say that that would have been the outcome, but the way they presented it was kind of weird. Yeah. And made me think that like something was weird about it. I remember reading it for the first time, and I'm like, is nothing ever gonna come of that? Right. Oh, yeah, that's all I have for chapter eight. Same. Okay, what do I have to say for chapter nine? I was so preoccupied reading this, and I was just like, <laughs> did not take many notes. I know, I was um, kind of, like, whisked away into this. I don't know. Same. Ron should have punched Malfoy in the mouth, I think. Oh, Definitely. We needed yeah. another Malfoy tag out at the beginning of this. I think there should be one every chapter. Someone Literally. just walks up to Malfoy and just sucker punches him. But I'm not there yet. Okay, um, go ahead. The, okay, this scene is horrifying, but I just think the worst part is Mr. Robert's wife, like, literally being sexually assaulted. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so... Like, such a weird... Like... It's kind of made i guess so that children kind of brush over it without really it's thinking because of, of it the like way that. it's yeah it's because it's not like they were physically touching her i think it's kind no. of just the way it's described as like oh you know they're hanging her upside down exposing her underwear and all of that and, and all it's just like, laughing at her it's supposed to be i guess we're supposed to read it when we're kids it's like that's embarrassing and i feel bad for her because obviously that's like not right but right. um we're seeing we're not really supposed to read it as like what it actually would be like if someone right. obviously we can't levitate people in real life but if someone grabbed like a woman and hung her upside down by her ankles and like exposed her underwear and stuff like that would definitely be seen as sexual assault as it should be but I guess because of the way they describe it in this book I'm sure that she was probably brushing it off as like well you weren't touching her it's like sure but you know that's not yeah it's so complicated and I don't think that the addition of it is wrong because obviously we're supposed to know that Death Eaters truly just have no regard for life especially when it comes to muggles but I feel like it should have been taken a little bit more seriously and a little yeah. bit more heavily because it was kind of brushed off as like that's pretty horrible and like yeah they acknowledge that but it, they didn't really acknowledge like what it was that was happening. And I genuinely cannot believe Jermione still exists when he literally said he'd laugh at her if Hermione had been done the same thing. Yeah. 
I just, I don't, I, I'll, I'll never understand. I will never understand the people who are like, he didn't mean it. Like, okay, he was alone at this point. He was alone. He, his father was out there. He would have been protected if he would have stayed in his tent. But he chose to go and look for them and taunt them and say all kinds of nasty things to them. It's like, he was alone. Like, he could have made this choice a choice to do anything else at this moment. But he didn't. Because he's an asshole and he's a horrible person. Like, I just don't understand and how I people still, I still don't it. agree. Like, this is a separate note. But I don't understand. I'm sure I've mentioned this before. But I don't understand saying, like, oh, I only ship Germione in, like, fan fiction. Or fanon. Because, like, it's different then. But my question is, is this how then how is it still the same characters? How are you still shipping these two people yeah. if they're completely different? Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's kind of like saying like, oh, well, if he wasn't an absolutely horrible person and disgrace to humankind, and, you know, then maybe I would. Like, if he didn't actually have no regard for her life and call her slurs and say horrible things to her and threaten her and all of that, then I would ship them. It's like, okay, sure. Like, you could say the same thing. Like, well, if Voldemort wasn't a mass murderer, the, and, and he would be a cool guy. His entire purpose for most of the books is no, just literally. to be horrible. Yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you. It's like, people are like, you add all these contingencies to him, and that's not even him anymore. That's like, if he was... If he was a completely different person and, like, a good person, then sure. It's like, well, then there are plenty of good people in the series that you could, you know, spend your time on instead. I don't... I've never understood what is so appealing about the, like, quote-unquote, like, bad boy persona. Like, it's not, like... Especially when they clearly have no regard for anyone and no respect for anything. It's like, how is that appealing to you? Like, not to, you know, whatever... But, like... And it's like, I know that he's a fictional character, but he kind of represents a lot of real aspects of human beings and that's what's so weird because I worry for the people who excuse all of his behavior because there are real people that exist like him to a certain degree um and it's like are you gonna allow the same treatment from an actual person because you grew up reading this and decided that Draco like didn't mean it it was fine and excusable because maybe you find him attractive it's like I kind of worry about those people and what they're going to find in relationships later on in their lives. Yeah. He's not even attracted either. I mean, that's an opinion, no. but I... Uh, yeah. Um, um, the scene is so anxiety-inducing. Like, the whole thing is just panic. Um, I love Hermione the political activist, though. I know, I love her, and she's right. But it's like, like I said, house elves are written so that you have to be against Hermione in a way, you know, because it's like, it is The text in... is very much against Hermione. 100%. And it's like, in any other situation, she would be right. Obviously, she went about it the wrong way J.K. later Rowling on. wrote this poorly written exactly. metaphor yeah, and it's like, where they the... like, where the slaves like being slaves... That's the problem. Because it's like, you know, in real life, Hermione would be right. Some of the ways she went about it would be questionable. But, like, her overall message and belief, she would be absolutely correct. But because it's, you know, written in this fact that they like it and they're fine and, you know, if they don't, then they're weird, then we have to be against Hermione because she's forcing them out of a life that they're supposed to enjoy. But at the same time, it makes me feel like, 
such a horrible person when I'm like, you know, I just, you can't agree with her because of, you know, if we're going to go by the fact that they liked it, which apparently they did, but I still think that's disgusting. It's like, you know, her forcing them out of it is not okay. But yeah. at the same time, she should be right. Like, we should be able to defend her 100%. But it's just too weird and complicated, which is gross. It's like, what was the point of, you know, including slavery as something that you're supposed to enjoy and be grateful for? Because I think that's weird. I think that's a really weird thing. Stan Shunpike is literally in five Harry Potter books, and I don't know why I think that's so funny, but it is. <laughs> I know. It's like, I love the fact that he's like, I'm about to be the Minister of Magic. Like, <laughs> he's literally one of the funniest characters until he turns into a Death Eater. But, you know. Which, um, I, they, they, his storyline never gets wrapped up, it, it, except for, like, literally it being built up for all of Half-Blood Prince. But it does, they do hint at him being Imperious in yeah. Deathly Hollows. Yeah, I think so. I don't even know. I have like... heard the theory that I think is interesting that that is just Draco polyjuiced into Stan Shenpike. So, <laughs> okay, listen. But I'm so that sorry, he what? doesn't get recognized as Draco. I don't know, because that seems. Because Stan Shenpike <laughs> was then put in Azkaban and Draco was like. Not in Azkaban. So how would that work? Did they take the real Stan Shunpike yes. and then put him in... I believe what? that's the theory. That's so ridiculous. I'm sorry, but I don't really <laughs> think that's plausible. Um, I th- um, Azkaban isn't exactly the smartest place. <laughs> I mean, true. Um, why is it that, like, right here, when Mr. Diggory was trying to figure out what the last spell cast on the wand was, it was prior incantato, but didn't they say priori incantatum later in the series? Like, did it... Yeah, that's literally what it calls when their wands meet. No, okay, yeah, but is it... It's it's supposed to be the same kind of, like, phenomenon, you know? And it's like, why isn't the spell or what it's called the same? Because it's... It's spelled slightly differently? Like, does that... Does that... Is he casting a spell at that point? Because... Not really... I mean, kind of casting a spell. He's just trying to figure out what the last spell... Well, I think that it would be... Because that is just what it is called, generally. Okay. And then that so is what the spell itself. Okay, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Mr. Digger is really annoying in this chapter. Again. Again. Always. He's really just obnoxious. It's like, I cannot believe that he's, like, so carried away wanting to be the, like, you know, bad cop that catches the bad guy. And he's like, oh, did you do it? Is that you admitting to it? And it's like, this is Harry Potter we're talking about. Why I, would I he... know. But at the same time, I was like, if Harry actually was the Death Eater, he'd get away with it so easily. Because he could just be like, I'm Harry Potter. Why would I do that? <laughs> I know. But still, it's like... Mr. Diggory, it's like, I'm just not a fan. Obviously, I very much feel bad for him at the end of this book, but he's really kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm, yeah. Okay. I have nothing else to say. Not, me neither. <laughs> okay, well, time for trivia. We really were kind of going at the same speed on this one. 
I know. I think we're getting more in sync as the, the podcast goes I think on. we just become more of the same person as it goes on. Yeah, it's I feel kind like of this must be an interesting. Yeah, it must be an interesting thing for the audience because I felt like we when we started this, we were not the same person at all. No, and now but, it's getting there. Yeah. A little weird. Okay. Okay. Trivia. I find it in my book. Hold on. I really hate when then it's Then I'll go first. I'll go first. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not looking. Okay. Some of mine are really easy because I kind of just gave up at this point on trivia. Okay. I'm going to flip my book around so you know I'm not cheating. <laughs> what is the number of this Quidditch World Cup? 420 seconds. Yeah. That was my first question, too. Oh, yay! Um, oh, hold on. I have to tally up the score. I'm sorry. What, I'm a disaster What we today. were just saying about us being the same person. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Um, yeah, I was kind of scrambling for my last question, and I was like, you know what? We're just doing this. It's fine. I think I read on our doc that um, people aren't going to be hearing this episode until, like, August. <laughs> oh, God. I know. What's the world like in August, guys? I guess we'll be there at the same time, but it's fine. Um, just in Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today, <laughs> when we are recording, is June 13th. Yes. 2021, in case somebody's listening in, like, 2026. I don't know. That would be really funny, actually. Um, okay. How am I gonna do this? Okay. Who knows? Fill in the blanks. After blank, more, blank, and blank minutes, Ireland had pulled ahead by ten more goals. Whoa. You're gonna need to repeat that. Okay. After blank more, blank and blank minutes, Ireland had pulled ahead by 10 more goals. So there's first blank, the number of minutes, and then a kind of saying to describe what they were like. 15. Yes. Oh my god! Genius. Wow. I get a, I get a whole point for that, remember? Yes, I forgot about that. Um, blank and blank minutes. Huh? God. I don't, I genuinely can't think of any sayings right now. Um, <laughs> step in time. Um, no. Uh, I can't, I don't know. Fast and furious. <laughs> Whoa. The crossover? Oh my god. <laughs> what an ambitious think... crossover. <laughs> Did those movies even exist when this book was written? Um, I'm assuming so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, actually. I truly just don't know anything today. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, so she invented it. She invented it before they did. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Lynch was being carried off by what two players? Was it... (laughs) Crap. I can only remember the first three because of those stupid pins that do nothing but say the first three names. Um, Was it. Was Quigley one of them? No. Okay. Um, I feel like one started with a C, but I can't remember what the hell his last name was. Do you give up? No. Troy? No. 
have more Anne? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. There's one. That's so you one get point a point. One point. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Do I, I have one more guess, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um. Why can't I remember any of their names? Did I say mullet? Because if, if not, I'm saying mullet now. No. Okay, who Wrong. is it? God damn it. Connolly. I knew it started with a C. I thought it was like, I thought it was your name, actually, like your actual one, for a second. I don't know why mm. I thought that that's what it was. Okay. They are kind Anyways. of, no, I'm not going to say Kind that. of similar? <laughs> oh! <laughs> you have to cut I that feel out. like that kind of gives it away a little bit. It's okay. You'll never <laughs> guess mine, so. <laughs> never. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay, fill in the blanks. That sick, Ron muttered, watching the smallest muggle child who had begun to spin like a top, blank, blank, above the ground, his head flopping limply from side to side. Ugh. Ragdoll. I don't know. Let's I can't tell what you said. Who had begun to spin like a top, blank, blank, above the ground. Like a top? Like a, like a, like a dreidel, you know? Oh. Blank, blank. What is that supposed to mean? What am I inserting here? What what would so he's above the ground? What kind of words would they use to describe where he was in the sky? <laughs> like Oh, dead center. <laughs> what? Okay, I'm looking for a measurement. Oh. An approximate measurement. Yeah. 5 feet. Well, uh no. 10 feet. No. 11 feet. <laughs> you ran out of guesses. I know. 60 feet. Wow. That's high. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what two players were holding the cup? <laughs> Jesus! <sighs> Connolly! <laughs> no. Troy! Yes. Quigley? Yep. <laughs> I thought it was really funny that your first two guesses for the last one were the ones for the next one. Wait, so is that two points for me? Yeah. I love this new rule. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I think you're going to get this one, but I was really just scrambling for any kind of trivia. They must go to Bo Batten, said Hermione. You know, Bo Batten's Academy of Bo Magic. Batal. I read about it in blank, 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 blank. It's a title of a book. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I saw this. I read about it in the book. How many blanks are there? Seven. Oh my god, is one of them Europe? <laughs> yes. Do I have an opportunity for seven points right now? <laughs> um, I think since it's all one title, it doesn't count as multiple parts. Yes. Um, so you get like a seventh of a point for that. Um, the. <laughs> no, actually. No, and. Not quite. What the hell is this? <laughs> of. Yes, two-sevenths of a point. Oh my god, I remember reading this. You've definitely used all of your guesses. Yeah. By now, yeah. 
Um, or well, technically you get two per part, but it's technically only one part, and I give I you give like up four anyway. guesses. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. An appraisal of magical education in Europe. I remember reading that. I have to figure out the percentage of two sevenths. It's fine. Don't give me a point. Don't give me a point. I was going to give you point twenty eight of a point. I appreciate it, but no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, fill in the blank. <laughs> Blank singing was blank toward them on the night air as they retraced their steps along the blank path. Raucous? Yes. Raucous singing. Can you give me the rest of the sentence again? Or the second part of the sentence? Raucous singing was blank toward them on the night air as they retraced their steps along the blank path. Is it coming towards them? No. Um. Moving? No. Okay, I used up my guesses for that part of the sentence. Um, raucous singing was, I'm just going to say moving for the sake of, like, figuring out the last word. Moving towards them as they moved along on the blank path. I'll tell you what the second word is, because you, yeah, then. I raucous singing was born toward them on the night air as they retraced their steps along the blank path. Dark? No. Wooded? No. I already used up my guesses for that one, too. Lantern lit. Oh. Do I get a point for getting the raucous or, like, a mm-hmm. fraction? You can get... Oh, okay. No, raucous. Okay. That works. Um... <laughs> I feel like you might get this one, too. I'm not sure, though. Okay. I pull down about a hundred sacks of galleons a year, one of them shouted. I'm a dragon killer for the... Insert department here. No. <laughs> I hate when I read this. Like, I oh, know I read this. It's the worst feeling. It's magical. Something. No. Nope. <laughs> I remember vampi- vampire killer guy. Yeah, vampire hunter. Um. I felt like it was for Gringotts. I don't know why. Mm, no. It's part of the ministry. Cooperation. Department. Either one of those. Uh, no. No. I thought, no. Sorry. Uh, I give up. <laughs> Committee for the Disposal of Dangerous Creatures. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, this is kind of dumb. What time was it when they got back to the tent? 2 a.m.? No. Um, is it, like, very specific? Or no. is it, like, a an about-ish time? No, it's, it's specific. Okay. 12.30. No. I used up my guesses. <laughs> <laughs> Three in the morning. <laughs> I almost said that! <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It, was that your last question? Yeah, it was. Okay, so I have one more. Um, let me find one real quick. Dang it. Okay. Find one? Do you not have them? No, I do. I just underlined oh, right, a right, ton right, of right, stuff, right, right, and I have right, to decide right, right. which one I want to use. I'm not going to make you name another committee, even though I could. I feel like those are kind of cop-outs in this book because there's yeah, so know. many. 
Okay, it's fine. Um... No, you're not, yelled his friend. You're a dishwasher at the Leaky Cauldron, but I'm a vampire hunter. I've killed about blank so far. A hundred. No, that would be two blanks. <laughs> I was thinking it just wrote in the number. Okay. Oh, no. Um, 50. No. Oh, okay. Was that... <laughs> no. Your, those are your two guesses. Um, okay. No. 90. 90? That's two yeah. words. No, it's not. It's two syllables. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Both of us are just off today. I... Just off our game. Oh, my God. Okay. Paris is a country, and 90 is two words. Um, <laughs> anyways, I hope you guys... <laughs> guys enjoyed this episode of ron and hermione minus the romance please follow us on instagram leave us a review on apple Podcasts, and come back for next time